Enter one and all, past the cloudy door, where wonderful things will happen that the world has never seen before. In Dexter's laboratory lives the dopest nerd you've ever seen. One day he smoked some cannabis and had a dream. What if he could sesh with fandom's best? In Dexter's Dab. Greetings, Nakama, and welcome back to the Nerdy Stoner Podcast with your favorite huggable stoner, Dexter, a.k.a. Stash Tokum, a.k.a. The King of Strains, a.k.a. The Huff Lepuff, and a.k.a. Dr. Stoned. I hope you all had an awesome week last week. I mean, it was a holy one after all. Yes, friends, this past Thursday was 420. The day where stoners do the same thing they do every day. But more. <laughs> I went to a few events personally. Chesapeake Apothecary had a block party that I stopped by. It was really cool. Um. I got an icy, got a couple pre-rolls, saw some live glass blowing. After that, I went to a co-worker's place where a couple or a few of us, you know, just some real casual brought in 420, you know, rolled a few J's or stuffed a few cones, if you will. And later on that evening, I went to um the house of herbs in dc and they had a really cool event like it yeah it was my first time going there like i had no idea they had this really awesome upstairs smoke area and i've been looking for something like that so pretty sure that's gonna be a, a new regular thing for me but it was great they had a free dab bar dj there was a photographer um had a full menu you could buy things from free edible samples it was a rolling competition. It was it was great and it was awesome. Also, to those of you that got to go to the National Cannabis Festival, I hope it was fun. I saw all the photos. Sorry, you guys got temporarily rained out. Uh, strangely enough, I hear that it rains every year, so that's weird. But one year, I'm gonna make it there myself. Hopefully, next year. But uh. Anyways, <laughs> I hope that Santa Snoop and Santa Willie left you all types of goodies to smoke and that you left them treats out as well. You know, it's hard work delivering weed stoners in one night. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, in case you missed it, last week I had the pleasure of interviewing Cam from Blurds and Whiskey. Uh, you can check out his YouTube channel. It's the same name. He also has a few other channels where he covers characters of the week for various comics and stuff. Um, hashtag Camism. Go follow him there. As well as Thirsty Thursdays and Sports Week Entertainment on YouTube. Yeah, my man has a lot of shows. But it was really awesome to interview him. We talked about how he manages his pain with cannabis as well as talk about a weedy version of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 
So definitely go check that out. <laughs> All right. In case you couldn't tell, today's episode is going to be part two of my series on the legal cannabis industry, primarily focusing on Maryland, but I'm pretty sure, like more definitely sure that all of what I'm about to talk about is happening in other states. Um, to recap part one, myself and others have gained a lot from the industry, a wealth of knowledge, amazing friendships, and experiences we could only dream of as young stoners, to be honest. The unfortunate reality now is that it's not all it's cracked up to be. Pay, leadership, and overall work environment is or can be horrible and just straight up toxic for a lot of us. Fact of the matter is, cannabis has become corporate, my friends, and with that, it's developed a lot of corporate problems. You may not believe it, but many of the people working in the industry are some of the most stressed people you will ever meet in your entire life. My first job in the legal cannabis industry paid me $13 an hour. I was a trimmer and wasn't even full-time. The work came with the harvest and those fluctuated. Fast forward to today and I'm not making that much more. It's the same for a lot of us in the industry, honestly. Um, see, the thing is, in the beginning, we were told to be patient that the money was coming as legalization neared, but it never did. Many cannabis jobs today start at just $15 an hour. Supervisors and managers make just a little over that much. Like most of the jobs in this industry don't even crack $20 and it's, it's insane. Um, there are some out there that pay a, def a decent wage, but they are very few and far between. In this billion dollar industry, we have people making more at the gas station around the corner than the ones helping to produce literal medicine for people. It's crazy. And it's the same on the retail side as well. Like people dedicate so much time and energy to stay up to date on cannabis, as well as the new discoveries that come out with it, that are continuously coming out with it or about it. Um, we really care about what we do, but it's it's hard to continue to care when instead of being thanked accordingly, you're just told you're not doing enough and to produce more or do more. You would think that as the industry grew and companies started to make more, you know, they would share some of those profits with their employees, but no. Even during COVID, when their profits were the highest they had ever been, most of us saw no wage increases or anything. During some of the most stressful years of this planet's country's, you know, history, all we really got was a, some, a mass sent thank you email and a discount on some bud. It's it's honestly ridiculous. Like <sighs> most companies, especially the larger ones, think that just the fact of being able to work in the industry and have some slightly discounted products makes up for the fact that 
a lot of us can barely afford to live. Like, I, don't get me wrong, y'all. I love being able to handle weed. I love all the experiences that I've, you know, been able to have in this industry. But, I mean, who wouldn't, you know? <sighs> the thing is, though, the high is worn off. Like, pun intended. It's, it's worn off. A lot of us are desensitized to it. It's a normal part of our lives, as it should be for everybody. And with more and more states legalizing in some type of way, that high is going to dissipate for more people more rapidly. And people are going to see that this, how this industry is truly being treated. I mean, that's my thought process, at least. Uh, because, you know, one day buying cannabis will be like buying beer. Easy. Um, yeah. And would you believe that, would you believe me if I told you that most people that are at the top of these corporate cannabis companies don't even consume cannabis? Like, it's, it's true. From company owners to their sales team, a majority of them don't even smoke. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, how are you going to be, how are you going to own a restaurant and not eat the food that your restaurant makes? That's, that's just insane. And it just goes to show that they're just in it for the money. And us, since they're in it for the money, they find ways to cut corners and maximize profits. That's a big reason why our pay is so low. It's so that the ones at the top can make the most. And that's how it is with a lot of companies out here, especially in America. And with that lack of caring that comes with them hiring some of the most inexperienced management employees just all around, they just, they hire some of the absolute worst people. I don't know if any of you have, uh, seen my video story about my manager bob but he was definitely one he had no prior managerial experience he he had the confidence of you know a white man so he got the job but i digress um yeah now i've worked with some bad managers in my day but a lot of the ones I've met since being in this industry have taken some mantles from the worst of the worst. I've worked with people that touch buds with their bare hands and allow visitors to do the same. I've worked with managers that tell employees their wife is out of town and that they should come over for the weekend. I've worked with employees that walk around the facility openly talking about women he would have sex with on tinder and the things he would do to them like just i've worked with some really bad awful disgusting people i've worked with people who have been verbally and even physically abusive to staff and management threatened to the point of quitting and it's not just people i've worked with other People I know in the industry have told me things as well. These aren't isolated incidences. Incidences. Incidents. <laughs> These aren't isolated incidents. Um, yeah, it's, it's bad. 
really bad, y'all. And you can honestly see the physical and mental toll that a lot of this has put on us. Like, a lot of my coworkers and other people I know in the industry, I have seen them destroy their bodies working in this field over the years. Like, from needing braces on their backs and wrists or twisting ankles and stuff to developing cysts in their hands to literally breaking down in the middle of a shift because they couldn't handle it mentally. Like, it's it's so bad. Um, and most companies, they take little to no responsibility for it. And sure, we have HR, but honestly, HR doesn't do a whole lot. Or over the years, I haven't really seen HR departments do a whole lot. Hell, that one place I worked at, HR, it was kind of a, almost like a running joke in a sitcom. How long the HR person would last because we went through so many. I swear we went through like maybe five of them and I was there for like maybe six months. Yeah crazy but um yeah that's just kind of how it is if one falls they simply replace them because at the end of the day we are expendable as long as profits are up things are golden they don't see us as people they see us as money tools which is another reason why the turnover rate is so high it Reminds me of my time working in restaurants. People always coming and going for various reasons. Sometimes it's good. Like, you know, they found a better job and more power to them. That's awesome. I'm very happy for anybody that can, you know, elevate to the next level. Other times, though, can be pretty horrible. Like getting fired because a white coworker said they felt threatened when a black coworker stood up for themselves after being harassed by said coworker and just tried to have a civilized conversation with them in management and management took their side and fired them like there are so many good people in this industry that are getting fired for really stupid and bullshit reasons and it's it's insane like it's insane the the people whose sides that management decide to take when someone tries to simply point out in, you know, something that's wrong or something that happened that shouldn't have happened or shouldn't be happening. It's crazy. The wrong people are getting punished. Um, but people bust their asses day in and day out for these companies. And what do they get in return? pizza party every now and then an email that says thank you for helping us maintain our high salaries and make all this money that we're going to just put into making more money and not giving back to our employees yeah and well it's honestly gotten to the point where myself and others are looking to transition out of the industry there is a serious lack of support for us, and it gets worse and worse the higher up the ladder you go. Like I said before, the people at the top are, you know, they're just focused on money. 
They're focused on the wrong type of green, and thus the legal industry honestly feels like it's it's in jeopardy. Like what a lot of us, or pretty much all of us, once dreamed of, it's in jeopardy because of the way that they're treating it. And I'm scared that everything that we worked hard to build is gonna crumble. Because it's it's like this. If there aren't any people to grow or sell the product, how does the product get out there? It doesn't. And that reminds me of something one of my old restaurant managers asked me during an interview, the initial interview that I had with him. Who are the most important people of any company? He said the employees. Because without them, you have nothing. Without the employees, you have no one to make or sell your product. He was honestly a bit of a hypocrite. Well, he was a real hypocrite, though, because he treated a lot of his employees like shit as well. But the message is the same. The most important people of any company are the people that actually work for the company. Um, yeah, that, that's pretty much how this industry is, though. It's run by a bunch of hypocrites. People who spout the healing powers of cannabis are the same ones who are focused on just putting out strains with cool names and high testing THC and keep minorities at the bottom of the totem pole while making in profits. The lack of diversity and inclusion in this industry is appalling, quite frankly. It's mostly controlled by cis white men who could care less that a majority of minorities are still locked up for minor drug offenses and continue to suffer while incarcerated. Now, a lot of you may be or have been asking yourselves, well, or even saying to yourselves, I haven't heard anything about this, or why doesn't anybody speak up about it? The truth is, they try, but it's hard. Many have been, you know, retaliated upon for simply calling out various problems within their companies, like getting fired. And a lot of us are also afraid to do so because of retaliation like that. Like, we've seen what happens to people that speak out, and it's not good. So, we quietly suffer while putting on fake smiles for patients and work with managers who literally feel up on employees and say things like cleaning is a woman's job. Yeah. A lot of you may also be thinking that it can't get worse than all of this, but I assure you it can, and I'll touch on that in part three. Until then, I want you to really marinate with the words that I've said today. Really think about you know, the people that you see working in dispensaries, um, you know, think about the people who grow your products, you know, think about how they're being treated. Think about how these companies are treating their employees. Think about what good they are really doing for those who are still locked up for minor cannabis offenses. And the next time you talk to someone about working in the legal industry, remember that they have more than likely seen or have at least heard about some shit.
you know, maybe even been through some shit themselves. Ask them, because more people need to know. And the more that know, hopefully something will get fixed about it. That's my hope, at least. That's why I'm doing this. I'm... I just want my friends to be able to be happy in this industry and have as much weed as they want. That's all. But with that, we are at the end of another episode of the Nerdy Stoner Podcast, my friends. I hope that this gave you some into gave you some insight into what really goes on behind the scenes at a lot of these companies. It's not all smoke sessions and good vibes. Um, but like I said before, uh, don't take my word for it. Talk to the people you know in the industry. They may not have experienced things to the degrees I have described, but I'm sure that they have heard things, like I said, seen things. Yeah. But on a lighter note, I'm going to be in a cooking competition, guys. Yep, that's right. Terrell, who uh, hosts events through the MJ Connect, is having the second CBD infused cannabis cook off on May 21st. And your boy is going to be participating. I was in it last year and my dish came in third place, but this year I am going for number one. So come out, try my food, vote for me. I promise you it will be delicious. I cook really, really good food. Um, if you haven't already, check out my Chef Boyardex IG. It has, you know, various dishes that I've made on there. Um, yeah, just to give you an idea of what I can do. And stay tuned for more dishes to be posted soon. Ooh, excuse me. He also has had other events in the past, too, that have been really, really good, like uh award shows and i can't wait to see what else that he does like terrell's awesome he's a great host and great guy and i can't wait to actually interview him for the show um yeah should have some really awesome things coming when rec comes too but until then my friends be well and tip your bartenders because they don't make enough <laughs> and as always remember to medicate meditate Hydrate and be great. Bye.